Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, uh, we we talked about this uh, earlier on, uh, the continuing story of the Ontario government and the beer store, and there's, you know, I, I find it fascinating because in regard to this discussion, I'm a guy in my mid-50s, and it seemed that, you know, for every election, when every provincial election came along, there was always discussion about this. There's always discussion about opening up the archaic uh, liquor and beer distribution system in this province and perhaps coming up something with something closer to what the rest of the country has. And, you know, at the end of the day, the politicians would lose faith and, 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 and nothing ever was done. Now, all of a sudden, we have a situation where it looks like it's actually possible and the government is announcing that it wants to uh, provide more options and more outlets for beer, uh, not dismantling the beer store, but just opening it up and providing more options to where it can be sold. Everybody's up in arms. I've never heard so many people complain about this because normally they'd be cheering. So is it about the beer store and changing the distribution system and giving us more options? Or is it just a mad on for Doug Ford? And even if he's doing something you like, I don't like it. Don't do it. We've been asking for it for 40 years, but don't do it now. It just seems obscene. It's nuts. People have been asking for this forever. And now all of a sudden we're becoming teetotalers, teetotalers here. Is that, what, is that what's happening? It's bizarre. And again, everybody's making it sound like the beer store is dead. Why is it dead? If it's so great, it'll survive, won't it? Isn't that competition? It's just providing more outlets. That's all. We don't want any more option. Shut it down. It's bizarre. Uh, Anyway, um, in all of this, it'll be interesting to find out where the craft brewing industry Sits because, of course, it's a, it's a very quickly growing industry in virtually every province across the country. And we all know how difficult it is for them to get their product, uh, get them fair shelf space and, and distribution through the LCBO and through the beer store. Let's bring in Dan McKinnon, owner of McKinnon Brewing, uh, sorry, McKinnon Brothers Brewing Company. That's McKinnon Brothers Brewing Company. And Dan is with us now. Dan, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Hey, no problem, Scott. Thanks for having me. Is it me, or do you remember a time when everybody was was begging for this, and now all of a sudden we're, like, questioning it? Do you, do you find it odd, or, or are you seeing that? Well, I don't know. I think people were happy to hear uh, that they were thinking about, you know, adding more choice. Um, but I think everyone, and including probably the Premier, didn't really look into the fact that the previous government had signed a 10-year contract or whatever it is, and that there's penalties for getting out of that contract. So I think that's where, at least from a not being in the brewing industry, but as a citizen of Ontario. So you think it's the way, the way in which he's doing it, and it's like, hey, we like this, but we don't want to pay a fortune for it. Yeah, I mean, wh- why would you? I mean, sure, he made an election promise saying, yeah, we're going to get beer in corner stores, and that's, that's great. I mean, why wouldn't we? It's ridiculous that the system that we have, as you mentioned, it's, it's pretty archaic, but, you know, the previous government signed, for some reason, a 10-year contract, and, and, and I know that the beer store put a lot of money into the stores revamping them so they want to kind of see that contract through because they spent a lot of money on the stores to you know under the assumption that they were going to have you know the the rights to be the only place to sell beer that and the the lcbo um so i mean i i see what they're i see what they're doing but um 
I see why people would be upset with it. Right, right. Uh, clearly, the marketplace is changing, and, and, and the way we're not only purchasing this, but what it is that we are purchasing. At the end of the day, and, you know, obviously you're... Your, your, uh, you know, you have your own brewery and stuff. But if you're, if you're a shareholder in the beer store, wouldn't you want to be a part of this? You know, we keep hearing it's going to cost a billion dollars to to break this deal, and you know, I can't see any government spending a billion dollars just so we get more beer distribution. I, I, I just think that's a, you know, a lot of fear mongering. But at the end of the day, if you're the beer store and you see that the market's changing, and this is one of the last holdouts in the country. Aren't you going to want to work with the government rather than digging in your heels and going, if you close this, we'll sue you, knowing that 10 years, you're going to be obliterated after this contract's over? Yeah, you know, for sure. I mean, that's that would be my take if I was the government. Like, okay, if you guys really want to hold hold us to it, then in 10 years, you might not even have the opportunity. To You'll be gone, yeah. All. You'll be completely gone. Um, I mean, yeah, that, from my point of view, as a as a brewer, it's it's kind of crazy that, that they're allowed to operate, and it's owned by foreign brewers. They're allowed to operate their own stores, kind of wherever they want, more or less, they can open up new stores. But I'm only allowed to have a store at my brewery, which happens to be out in the countryside, where there's not a huge population base. So, I mean, it doesn't really seem fair that, that they can do that, and we can't have our own stores. It's, uh, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, I mean, I, that's just one of the many yeah. ridiculous things about the Ontario alcohol. And and you know what? Every every time I talk to a craft brewer, they say the exact same thing. How come they can sell their products on a multi-store uh, scale and, and, and you can't and you're restricted to the one store that you have usually at the brewery? Uh, yep. So tell us about your brewery. I understand this started as a family farm like way back 1784 or such and then became a brewery. How does this work? Tell us the story. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the farms been in uh, our family since 1784. Um, uh, I grew up on the farm, so, so did my brother. Uh, we went and pursued different career paths um, outside of the farm, but always hoped to be able to come back and, and try to, you know, give farming a go. But um, as a lot of people know, it's, it t- farming's a tough gig. I mean, the price of the commodities, you don't necessarily set, you don't control the weather. So we're trying to look at doing something a bit more value-added, um, uh, to take kind of a bit of the risk out of that that is you know kind of inherent in farming away, so we thought you know why not why not start a brewery? Um, I had been working in the brewing industry in England, and my brother was an engineer at a food facility, food processing facility. So we came back here and just started fixing up one of the old barns, and uh, it's five years this month since we. Brutal or first batch of beer. Wow. How, uh, you know, uh, you hear lots of people that say, boy, I'd love to do that. Um, obviously, this is a lot harder than it looks. What were the biggest challenges for you starting this off for your family? Um, who biggest challenges? Um, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, how is the government, you know, is it hard to get the license and stuff? It's not, it's just kind of bureaucratic stuff. Um, you know, they, you pay for the license and, and all that and fill out the forms and like all government stuff, it's kind of a bit more bureaucratic than it needs to be, but that wasn't too bad. Um, one of the things that we try to do is incorporate ingredients from our farm or other local farms in all the beers with the goal of trying to reach a hundred percent of the ingredients from our farm. So that's been a bit of a, a challenge for us. Um, we were always farmers, so we've, we've grown barley and we, we've got enough barley to, you know, um, uh, use 100% barley in our in our in our beers 100% of our own barley 
but we just have a, a problem with getting enough of it malted, which is another process you need to do to the barley before it gets brewed. But we're working with a local malting company, and we've never grown hops before, so that was a pretty steep learning curve um, for us to try to figure out how to grow hops and, and grow enough of them. Um, and the, the brewery's been growing, so to try to keep up the production of the hops with how much beer we've been producing has been a challenge. And, and yeah, we've been buying hops in, but uh, we do have a couple beers with 100% of our own ingredients in it. Uh, a question from a listener: Why can't craft brewers get together? And I know you, I think you got a craft brewers association. Um, yep, why why don't craft, craft brewers. brewers get together and form a craft brewers retail? Um, yeah, that's there's it's not allowed. I mean, the, the so government you, regulations. The only yeah. the only places that can sell um, that can sell uh, beer retail are at your own brewery, at a brewers retail, or at the LCBO. Yeah. So, you know, this is coming out now that um, that this contract needs to be renegotiated because he, and what we're seeing is, wants to put it in corner stores, wants to put it in corner stores. When people think of corner stores, they think of the smoke shop down on the corner. Uh, is it really that, or is the fact that what this will do, not so much put it in corner stores, but will allow other outlets to open and carry it? Is that is that where we're going with this? Um. I yeah I mean I think corner stores is yeah just a generic term that they're using. Right. I mean you, you would in theory be able to. I mean it depends what what restrictions they want to put on it. Does it have to be a corner store selling X Y and Z other products, or does it you know or can it be really anywhere? Could I open up my own? store? That's what I mean. If that that's exactly where I'm going with this. I it, mean yeah I don't think that the I don't think it's really clear and it hasn't been put out there yet about what they will or or won't allow right now. I mean. To be frank, the whole alcohol system in Ontario needs to be taken back yeah. to zero and say, listen, what do we really need here? Do we need we need no drinking and driving? We need no drunk and disorderly in public? And we don't really need anything else. I mean, yeah. right now, yeah. I could drive 15 minutes to New York State, south of Kingston here, and go to a bar and buy a 2-4 and walk out of the bar. Mm-hmm. But I can't do that in Ontario. Yeah. Even though the person who's selling the bar beer at a bar or the person at the LCBO selling beer to take away, both have the same qualifications. They both have a smart serve. Yeah. So what's the difference there? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I can go to a, in Ontario, I can go to a bar or restaurant and buy a bottle of wine, have one glass of it, have it recorked, and take it away. I can do that up to 2 o'clock in the morning. So actually, yep. anyone, listeners, if you can't get any booze late at night and you want a bottle of wine, you can go to a bar buy a bottle, have a sip, recork it, and take it home. But you can't do that with wine, or with um, spirits or beer at mm-hmm. a bar. That's like classes to me. I mean, if you're, you're rich enough to drink wine, you're responsible enough to take it home. But any other person, you can't. You can only buy alcohol till whatever time it is at night, 9 or 10 or 11 o'clock. It's, it's crazy. All these rules, they've been tossed in and mixed around. We just need to take a step back and say, what do we actually need? And then just get rid of all these rules and open up the playing field and and let the market you know do it do what it does. Uh, obviously, uh, the devil is in the details, and until you know what the details are, it's it's hard to say how it will affect you. But this decision to open this up as a craft brewer, are you are you happy with that? Does that make you? Does that do you feel positive about that, I mean, or do you think a that's a step in the up? right direction that they yeah. want to modernize the system? But I think they actually need to look at 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 how to answer your question, I guess for us, yeah, we would have to do, we don't even sell in the beer store. We're kind of at capacity and selling the LCBO. I mean, the beer store is a foreign owned monopoly 
to sell in there right now. I mean, the money's going in their pockets to sell at the LCBO. The money goes to the government coffers. I'd rather sell at the LCBO for for that point alone. Um, To open it up and sell convenience stores, I mean, it would cost us a little bit more in distribution probably because we're dropping it off at a lot of small stores, but we'd probably sell more beer overall. But is it the greatest thing that's ever come to for the craft brewing history? Absolutely not. Yeah. Do you think that this will lead to a step in the right direction? Do you think it's a case of, you know, it was interesting you compared the LCBO, uh, which, you know, many have said is the biggest purchaser of alcohol in the world because they're buying for the whole province. Uh, but it is government-owned. Now, the beer store, obviously government-regulated and licensed, but run by, uh, you know, three major outside outside uh, companies. Do you think that, that bringing the beer store under the LCBO umbrella is more positive? Or, or do you think, no, it's just like dismantle it all dismantle I, it all, and let's start over? Well, no, I mean, keep them, keep the LCBO and keep the beer store and just let them operate in a market with, with you know, me having my own. Yeah little store down downtown Kingston or downtown Belleville, Ontario, and and just see how we all fare. I mean, I don't want to shut them down. I mean, that the beer store's owned. They, it was purchased. You know, you can't just take that away from them. Well, or, and or you know, you, you bring up a, a point, because as soon as we start talking about this, immediately it goes to one extreme to the other. They're going to get rid of the beer store. It's like nobody's talking about getting rid of this beer store. All they're talking about is providing more options. But then it becomes an argument of, of extremes. Do you want it or you do you not want it? And it's like, why not have everything and yeah. see what happens? Yeah, and just let, I mean, let the beer store operate in the free market and let the, let the LCBO operate in the free market, and we'll just see how it goes. I mean, there's no reason all the grocery stores can't have alcohol, not just the ones that can afford to purchase licenses, which is who's got them now. Um, there, there's, yeah, it just they just keep adding more rules and more regulations and changing things up just a little bit here and a little bit there. I'm a little bit worried, actually, that that's what's going to happen here is they're going to change that to just be at these convenience stores or the ones that can afford to buy licenses to sell it, and then we're not going to talk about it for another 10 years. And yeah. it's going to be this other, like, you know, patch on this system that just doesn't work that great anyway. Yeah, another version of an inefficient system. Um, Will, will, uh, do you think if this continues in the direction it's going in and people are opening other outlets, do you think we will, you know, whether it's a Costco or whether it's a corner store or another grocery store, as you said, uh, do you think this will spawn independent Beer stores and something that you know, you know, uh, Bill's Bill's Craft uh, Brewery store, where you know he does highlight all these different craft brewers. I mean, do you think it could open to something like that oh, by that just would, allowing? I think it definitely could, and I think a lot of people are, are looking for that. I mean, the LCBO does do a pretty good job carrying a lot of local products, um, but not to say that that's that it shouldn't be allowed for you know someone else to have their own you know store because they really like a beer from some obscure part of Europe and they want to bring that in and the LCBO maybe doesn't bring it in and they want to provide that service to people. And if you, if some owner wants to do that, um, he or she should have the opportunity to. Or even if you had a couple of different craft brewers, but say we're in one region, whether it was three or four of them, you know, could they even come together and do something, you know, uh, economy 100%. of scale and, I mean, and, and then have a product, you know, an, an outlet that sells all four of their products or what have you? I mean, rationally, if you want to sell convenience stores, what's the difference between doing that and letting people get together and start their own independent craft beer stores or a bunch of breweries getting together? You should have 
if you have one, you you absolutely have to have the other. In my in my view, Dan McKinnon's been with us. Oh, tell us about your product. Give us give us a website. <laughs> How can people find out more about McKinnon, uh, McKinnon Brothers, Brothers Brewing. Brewing Company? Yeah, that's that's it. We're just outside of Kingston, Ontario, in a little town called Bath on a farm. If you're ever driving by the 401 between uh, Toronto and Montreal or Ottawa, we're just 10 minutes south. Pop in and see us. Um, the samples are free because it's way in the middle of nowhere. So if you come down here, um, that's the least we can do for you. <laughs> that's great. And 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 how big is this brewery? It, it talks in this article about expansion. What what are your future plans? Well, we're putting up uh, an expansion right now. Um, we're putting up another timber frame barn to house some more fermentation tanks and a packaging line. Um, right now, we brew almost a million beers a year, so just about five thousand hectoliters. Um, just here on our little farm, and uh, we're looking to expand that. Uh, most of the beer we sell is in the Kingston, Belleville, Napanee, Prince Edward County area, uh, and we'd like to just continue to grow selling beer in our local community. All right, Dan McKinnon's been with us, McKinnon Brothers Brewing Company, Bath, Ontario, just out of Kingston, getting his opinion on changes to Ontario's archaic liquor and beer laws. Dan, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Good luck. Thanks, Scott. Have a good day. You too. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.